Hello, and welcome to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast. Every week, Talking Heads will bring you in-depth insights and analysis on the topics that really matter to investors. In this episode, we'll be discussing diversified loans. I'm Daniel Morris, Chief Market Strategist, and I'm joined today by Tonko Gast, CEO of Dynamic Credit Group. Tonko, if we think about really the investment year that we've just been through, and therefore what we anticipate for 2024, I think perhaps the first lesson from 2023 might be to challenge the consensus view. At the beginning of last year, nearly everyone seemed to be sure that a recession was in the cards for the U.S. and was quite defensively positioned as a result. The actual evolution of the economy, needless to say, was quite different. No recession, or at least not yet. Relatively poor returns for fixed income and good returns for equities, or at least growth stocks in the U.S., We think about consensus views today, it's almost 180 degrees different from that, with the expectation currently of a soft landing, meaning slower growth in the U.S., but not a recession. At the same time, that core inflation moves back towards the Fed's 2% target. What we might anticipate instead, then, is that even if we do ultimately get a soft landing, it perhaps is not quite as easy or quite as smooth as the market seemed to anticipate, given that we have 200 basis points in cuts from the Fed priced in by the market. Nonetheless, it should be a year where we do have positive growth, again, albeit lower than we had in 2023, uh, and lower interest rates, but a question of how quickly that that actually happens and how far they fall. With that context, then, we want to consider the outlook for diversified loans. But before we do that, for our listeners who perhaps are not quite so familiar with the asset class, could you tell us a bit about what diversified loans are, maybe some of the key features, and why you believe this is an interesting area to invest in? Diversified loans is a very broad asset class. We define it as an asset class that focuses on loans to households in the U.S. and in Europe. So sometimes referred to as consumer loans. We try to take it a bit broader that it's not loans for consumption, but we loans typically for households. And you can find all kinds of loans in that space from prime to near prime to subprime and really very high risk loans. And in our part, we focus more on the prime, near prime household loans. And the purpose of these loans for those households is typically for debt consolidation. So that means these are households who have debt from an earlier stage in life and they want to consolidate the existing debt that usually is at a high cost into a longer term, lower cost loan, which has a very positive social impact because it allows households to spend less on debt and usually decreases their debt over time. And this is actually a very important point of the asset class, which is that all these loans that these people take are fixed rates and amortizing. And typically they amortize over a three to five year maturity of the loan. And the borrowers basically pay a fixed installment every month. And because they amortize every month from the start down to zero balance after three or five years, the average life is much, much shorter than the three to five year maturity on the loan. And this amortization creates a very short duration of typically between one and two years. And as an example, a loan of, say, 10,000 euros or dollars that pays down from the start already typically pays about 5,000 euros or dollars in cash flow in just the first year. And it gives you a good sense of cash flow. And that cash flow includes interest, principal, and prepayments. And that's a very important feature that I'll 
come back to a little bit later. And what this also does for investors, which is why I think it could be interesting as an asset class, it creates semi-liquidity. The underlying monthly installments that the borrowers pay of basically 50% per year creates a very interesting liquidity profile for people investing in the space. And this is very different from your typical private debt investment or almost any other credit or fixed income investments that don't have that kind of cash flow nature. And maybe one feature to mention that should be interesting for investors obviously is, is return. And from a return perspective, we're seeing in this asset class, in the current rate environment, around a 650 basis point spread available. That's a spread over two-year swaps in dollars or in euros. And with loss expectations in the asset class currently around 250 basis points, that leaves a very solid 400 basis points or 4% spread over euro or dollar swaps after loss expectations. So that should trigger some interest. It's positioned as a fairly unique asset class. I mentioned at the beginning that consensus expectations for 2024 that interest rates are going to be coming down. And it's really just a question of how quickly and how far they do go. In that environment, though, of falling interest rates, how would you expect diversified loan investments to perform? The coupons on these loans, as I explained before, remain the same as borrowers pay fixed installments. Right, so the coupons are locked in for three to five years and we are reinvesting on a daily basis, all the cash flow that comes back. Um, And we see that the platforms that we buy the loans from are usually lagging the rate environment by about two to three months. So we will reinvest at some point at lower rates over time, but there's a bit of a lag in there. And that's attractive for investors as we keep rates in the strategy higher for longer compared to, for example, money market funds, which, you know, coupons and returns follow the reigning market rates much, much closer. So that's a positive, I would say, for declining rates. On top of that, there is also a positive mark-to-market effect expected at some point as rates come down. And this strategy also had some headwind from rising rates in the past, as, as most credit and fixed income strategies have experienced over the last almost two years, which kept rates more muted. But in the coming rate environment where people are expecting rates to have peaked and are at some point expecting also to come down a bit, it will have a bit of tailwind for the strategy. Again, keeping in mind, this is a short duration strategy, so it won't be volatile, but it will give you a very nice tailwind on top of the, what I mentioned before, the gross 650 basis points spread over swaps, you might have a bit more upside from the mark-to-market tailwind that is expected. Given the caution that I mentioned most investors had at the beginning of last year, we've also seen significant inflows into money market funds, one reflecting the desire for a safe haven asset, if you will, but also taking advantage of the high yields that you did have on offer for shorter term maturities. Given the outlook for this year, which is that interest rates should fall at some point, we would anticipate that money coming out of money market funds and going into other asset classes. With that outlook, do you see 2024 as offering a good entry point for diversified loans? Yeah, I think it could be a perfect entry point as, you know, there is a discount in this segment of loans and because of the previous rate increases. So there's a bit of discount available that investors can buy into still. The fixed rates are locked in for longer. So when rates decline, positive mark-to-market is expected, while the coupon returns 
are likely to stay a bit higher for longer. So new loans benefit from tighter underwriting environment, lowering future expected losses, and also that allows for generating fairly stable and predictable spreads. So yeah, it's interesting. I think specifically for people looking to come out of money market investments with very short duration, I think it's a very interesting point to dip back into more of the risk markets while getting into a strategy that doesn't add so much duration. So you go from a money market duration that's extremely short to a duration in this strategy or asset class that is around one and a half, a bit less than one and a half. So you do pick up some duration. And at the same time, you don't give up too much liquidity. You stay in the semi-liquid space um, and you stay in the low volatile space. Meaning if you look at the volatility of these asset class over the last couple of years, it's less than 1% annualized, and that's on based on real mark-to-market. So it's very interesting when you're overly maybe positioned in money market exposures coming out of that. This could be a very, very good entry point early next year. When we look at the performance of the asset class, one thing that's been striking is that the returns for the diversified loan segment have been not particularly volatile, uh, certainly compared to longer duration fixed income. What's the key driver of that low volatility? It is quite striking, less than 1% annual volatility. And if you look at the performance chart of this asset class, you can see it looks as straight as a line as money market funds almost, with a difference, of course, that you get a gross spreads of over 650 basis points. But what drives this low volatility is amortization. That amortization of the underlying loans creates low loss volatility because you lower the credit risk as the outstanding balance is reduced after the first month already. So every month cash flow is coming in, you get 50% cash flow in the first year. That in and of itself lowers the credit risk and volatility of that. And you reduce the mark-to-market volatility by a lot just going from a three-year loan. If it would have been a bullet loan, you would have had more volatility, but because it amortizes every month, your duration is really low, below one and a half typically. And it's interesting, right? Because normally you would need to get out to get credit spreads of 650 basis points and you would need to get some duration or at least spread duration like you get in leverage loans or senior secure loans. You get quite a bit of spread duration with that product, even though you can say you have a floating coupon. And maybe also to mention that specific asset class that people look at, when you think about leverage loans, there the issuer is far more at risk in different rate environments, specifically in the higher for longer rate environment. That's not the case in this asset class. In this asset class, the borrowers have fixed coupons. And that's, I think, a benefit for investors as it keeps the credit risk fairly predictable and not dependent too much on rate environments. Thanks very much, Tonko, for educating us on the diversified loan asset class and highlighting some of the key characteristics, such as relatively low volatility. You shared with us your expectations for performance in 2024 as we ideally see interest rates falling, certainly falling as far as policy rates are concerned. And given that we have such high levels of cash and money market funds, as that money moves out into other asset classes alongside falling interest rates, anticipating that diversified loans should benefit from that fund flow. That's it then for this week's episode of Talking Heads. If you would like more information, please reach out to your BNP Paribas Asset Management contact or check out Viewpoint. 
our website for investment insights at viewpoint.bnpparibas-am.com. We recommend subscribing to Talking Heads on your favorite podcast channel. You receive your podcast episodes every Monday afternoon. If you like Talking Heads, leave us a positive review and a nice rating. You've been listening to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast with me, Daniel Morris, and Tonko Gast. Please do join me next week. Until then, take care. This presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BNP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.